that's it. Should we introduce him? All right. Pastor Isaac, come on in. Okay. Love you, brother. Oh, hey, um, I think mine were first the uh, soccer slides. Yeah, real quick. Okay. Hey, do you guys remember we bought the uh, Ugandan soccer team, the uh, Calvary Chapel Football Club, um, some uniforms? So they sent me some pictures of, of the new uniforms we bought them, new boots. Uh, those are cleats in America. <laughs> They're called boots. And so, and the soccer field is not a field, it's a pitch, so they're standing on the pitch wearing their boots in the uniforms that we bought them. And then the other one is the orange uniforms. Oh, I think we showed the orange already. Okay. And then, um, I've already told you guys about the car, so I didn't put any more pictures of that up, but that was another blessing. But I want to show you guys that. All right. Pastor Isaac. In Africa, when we say hallelujah, you say amen, all of you at once. So when I say hallelujah... You give me an amen, okay? Yeah, so hallelujah. Very beautiful student. Thank you for learning that very quickly. Um, I'm happy to be here. Uh, When I was leaving Philadelphia to come here, they told me, you are going to be the only black guy up there because there are no black people. (laughs) Yeah, I said, fine, then I'll be the most unique guy in the group. So they can easily see me, whoever wants to see me can easily say, that's a black guy. <laughs> so I'm happy to be in, uh, in Utah. Uh, I've not been here before, and uh, the few days I've been here, I'm so happy and blessed uh, to be part of you today. Uh, Pastor Chris, thank you for the opportunity to share. Like he just said, three weeks back, I think coming to, four, to a month now, we, when we met in Uganda, of course I had no idea I would be here. But because I had a program to come over to the conference, and then he just said, come over, come over here, come over here. So I'm like, I don't have a program yet. So Pastor Jero quickly puts everything in shape. He's so fast. So he puts me on program to be here, and we met at a conference. So I'm so happy that I've met my brother from another mother. <laughs> so I was just wondering now, my brother, my sister, so do I call him my brother-in-law? So there are two things in one. He's my brother-in-law, and then he's my brother also. And she's my sister, right? <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for everything you do for us. Uh, we are happy for, first of all, the things you have done for us through Pastor Chris. You already mentioned about those things you have done in Uganda. Uh, you gave us a beautiful car. Thank you so much. I saw you saw that testimony. Um, of course, I, the song we just sang last was saying impossible. God is a God of impossible things. There are things that for me and my family, never thought we would get like what Chris did for us through you people. It is strange to us. Actually, it has brought a lot of, you know, uh, people, you know, wondering how God can do strange things for people you never expect. So it's a talk of the village. <laughs> but we bless the Lord for you, and thank you so much for our football team. Uh, we have youth, the young men that you saw in those jerseys, uh, young men that we, have, we picked from the community, they used to be enemy, enemies of the church. So they used to come and attack us. They would bring dogs to our playground and disorganize the kids in our school. And so what we decided to do was to bring up a game, the soccer uh, 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 a game that they can be involved in, and then they love Jesus. So they come to the soccer game. So we began picking three, four, ten. Now we have 45 young men. We have the junior and the senior team. All right. And so... When he, that Wednesday before he left, 
And so many of again who are within that give their life to Christ. So we keep adding. So the condition is to join the soccer team, you join the fellowship. So you pray in, in their soccer field, they, they, the coach allows them to pray for 30 minutes. So they hear the word for 30 minutes, then you train. If you don't hear the word, you don't train. Because it's a, it's a bit necessary for you to be part of the fellowship, then you can train. So in that way, we're able to keep them focused on Christ, to marry properly, get grown up, and be responsible men in society. All right. Before I share the word, I just want to show you my family very quickly. Uh, I know Pastor Chris has shared that. that uh, so, so right up there are our kids. Uh, this is Leah on my left. She's 10. That is Grace. Grace is going to make four on Tuesday. That is 1st June. I'll miss her birthday. The guy in the middle <laughs> is, a, is our last born. He's, he's Ransom. He's two and a half. He'll be free in November. Jasmine is a daughter to my sister-in-law who is staying with us at home. Then Prince is the guy on the other side. He's our firstborn. He's 13 years old. All right. Okay. So that's my wife, uh, Penina. Uh, so that was her birthday recently this year. Then there she is. We had gone out somewhere. We can just be fast on that. The next pictures. All right. We can be faster. <laughs> All right, that's Prince. Now he's that was his birthday uh, early last early late, late last year in September. You can just take it up. He's a grown-up man now. That's the whole group. It's the whole farm. Okay, let's proceed. That's Prince and Ian. Ian is a friend of Prince. He came to he joined our family uh, in 2016 because uh, he's a, he stays with a single mom. He doesn't know his dad, so we took him in as our son. So he's staying with us. All right. So that's Ian. And then I have three other boys who joined us. Uh, Francis in Papo joined us in 2017. We also take him to school. He's now, he finished high school. He's going to join uh, advanced level, which is in our country from senior five, senior six. Then Regan is also with us. He also started the same class with Francis. Cedric just joined us a month ago. He's also a friend of Prince, but they start our house. So we keep bring in kids of single mothers because of the way they stay. So that was just a day out in the garden. That's Francis, Prince, and Ian. All right, you can proceed. Ransom the guy. So <laughs> that is his style of dressing. He loves playing so much. Okay, uh, next person there is uh, next. Uh-huh, so that's Grace and Ransom, the team. Jasmine, that's their team, the way they play home and go to school together. All right. <laughs> um, the same. You can proceed. Um, all right. So up there again, the girl in purple is the mother of Jasmine, the, the little girl who is older than Grace. Uh, she's, she, got, she got a kid when she was a teenager, and so we brought her back to her home. We want her to go back to school because she, she needs to at least uh, study something. Then Sharon Down, the one kneeling, on the right is also a girl we took on from our village. She's in senior three. That is part of high school. So they are going back to school actually today. So we picked her also from the village. She's a single mom. So we take care of her, but from her family. She comes to visit us once in a while. That's Helen. Helen, uh, we take care of her, but from her home. She's in senior five now. She's doing mathematics, economics, and geography. That is Vincent. Vincent is uh, a boy we picked here on this January. He used to be on the street. He was pushing that bicycle, carrying luggage for people to get money. But then we thought he should go back to school. 
to earn some living in future when he grows up as a man. So we convinced him to go back to school. So now he's back in school. He's also doing in senior tree uh, back far away from Entebbe. That is Francis already explained. That's at school. Uh, now that is Ayolina. Ayolina is the daughter to one of our pastors in Burundi. Uh, that's a kid from far away, seven hours from Entebbe. He's a kid also we take care of, but in that area of where we have a, a church plant called Calvary Chapel Paida. It's in West Nile, western part of, of the country. All right. We can move. Oh, that's me. Then just pull my part. <laughs> that's me back home at church. Uh, yeah, that's my mom and that's my dad. My mom is... Uh, <laughs> My mom is 77 years old, and my dad is 87. Yes, so they are still alive. We bless the Lord for their lives. Amen? amen. All right, I said when I say hallelujah, we say amen. All right, so we bless the Lord for the life he has given us. Uh, we serve in Entebbe with my wife, and my wife is a banker. She works full-time, and I serve the church full-time. Amen? And so that's how the Lord has been able to... So we have extra seven kids, apart from our four kids. When we are full house, we are 13 people, if all of us gather home. But we scatter them in boarding schools, so they don't stay home most of the time, only when they're on holiday. Yeah, but uh, we bless the Lord because we, we feel good when we, when we help people. We really feel good that the Lord is able to be blessed in all those things and avenues of blessing other people. Amen. Um, what do I share now? Back home, our ministry, apart from church, we do... We have a school which is uh, having about 250 kids right now. It's from grade uh, kindergarten up to grade 7. And then when kids finish there, we try to fund them even beyond uh, uh, primary so that they can be able to attain an education in secondary school up to university. Those we can really help who are really needy. Then um, we run a medical program called uh, Calvary Chapel Island Mission where we go to Lake Victoria uh, Islands and then we supply medical uh, supplies to people in the islands because they are so much needy. We do that once a month, although this time we have stopped because of COVID and also we lost the funding for that. But what we would do is we go in the, when we go in the field, we set up people in the field and then uh, we do have evangelism team which receives the people, preach the word for 30 minutes, then we allow you to go see a doctor we have hired, then you go to the lab, then you go to the pharmacy and then you go home. So we do that uh, to make sure we help people in the islands with medicine, but also share the word of God, because our main thing is the word. And as a result of that, we were able to build a hospital back home in Entebbe, and that hospital is helping patients from the islands to come and receive treatment in that very hospital, and then the fishing community around our church, because we are in the downtown of Entebbe. Praise the Lord. So that's what we do. Uh, apart from that, we apart from just active church, and then, of course, the, the evangelism programs to prison ministry, I mean prison ministry, hospital ministry within the hospitals around us, and police, we go to police station to share the gospel with them, we buy them lunch, they sit down, they eat food, we share the word. That's what we do. So then the football teams that we have of the youth. So we try to use all these as our fishing hooks, bring them in, as they come in, our word is shared, and then the seed is planted. Hallelujah. Amen. That's good. I'm, I'm glad you learned. So, I'm Isaac. And, uh, of course, I got born again many years ago. Uh, I grew up as a kid in a Christian family, Anglican family, traditional Anglican church. I don't know if you know it here. 
that part apart from Catholic is the other one which is Anglican. So that's how I grew up and so with time I got born again still in Anglican church preaching the gospel of Christ bring revival within the Anglican church but then somewhere back in 1999 we were expelled from the Anglican church by the bishop because we were bringing revival that they didn't love. They wanted a traditional religion. For us we are saying no religion is not taking us anywhere. We want Christ preached and people get saved. And then they said, no, get out. So we had to get out with my uncle. And then we began a small fellowship in the sitting room, which later on became a church called Grace Church that we have today back home in my village. And then with time, yeah, the Lord led us to do so many things. So that's how my calling began way back until uh, the Lord has led me to be here. I didn't know to be here because, but Christ is able to take us to many places. And I'm happy that because of Christ, I'm able to see your faces today. All right. So uh, today I'm going to share with you uh, from the book of Luke. Um, I have a, uh, something to do with uh, the triumphal entry of Christ into Jerusalem as a king. Uh, Luke 19. We're going to read from verse 28, I think, up to 40. So I'll just quickly read through this, and then uh, we'll go ahead and share. When he had said this, who had said this? This was Christ. After sharing about his own life, the kingdom of God with the disciples, he spent some time telling them about the kingdom of God. And then... He goes on to write, Luke goes on to write and say, after, he, after saying this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem, and came to pass, when he drew near to Bethphage and Bethany, at the mountain called Olivet, that he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go into the village opposite to you, where as you enter you will find a colt tied, on which no one has ever sat. Lose it. Bring it here. And if anyone asks you, why are you losing it? Thus you shall say to him, because the Lord has need of it. So those who were sent went their way and found it just as he had said to them. But, they were lose, but as they were losing the cult, the owners of it said to them, why are you losing the cult? And they said, the Lord has need of it. Then they brought him to Jesus, and they threw their own clothes on the cold, and they set Jesus on him. And as he went, many spread their clothes on the road. Then as he was now drawing near, near the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise, with, praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works they had seen, saying, Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees called unto him from the crowd, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. But he answered and said to them, I tell you that if 
These should keep silent. The stone would immediately cry out. Father, we thank you for this word today. I pray, Lord, as you speak to our hearts this morning, Lord, let your name be glorified. As we take in what you have prepared for us today. And Father, whatever we share, will Lord build us to know how to serve you more. That in this work, Lord, we will be strengthened. In all things, let your name be glorified. We receive the blessing in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. So this story is very, is very brief, and I want to really make it quick because my time is really timed up here. Pastor Chris told me I should be American today, not African. <laughs> so I'm going to try to be American. Praise the Lord. So Jesus is entering Jerusalem as a king, and he's entering Jerusalem not because he's going